0: jimmy and i screwed up and took my adderall way too late today
1: hey this is drew and this is our second take on that because apparently my internet connection is unstable because you know apparently oh, we, we got that McDonald- um, we got that mcdonald's wi-fi now
0: um this episode is going to be pretty cheesy um, there's a rerun oh. of Jeopardy on that I can see out of the corner of my eye, and Alex Trebek was still alive, and uh, making me a little sad.
1: I can't do this episode anymore.
0: Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go weep.
1: Thanks, Jimmy. Well, this has been a great Man, episode. Thanks, thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just gonna go cry into a beer now.
0: Hey, sometimes you got to do it.
1: Welcome to Red Light Podcast.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, what's up? Uh, Hope everyone's doing good. No, no way. I hope everyone's doing great.
1: I hope you're having the best day of your fucking life.
0: Like, yes, at the time of recording and also when when this is posted in, in, in a couple days.
1: We went to Sam's Club today. We got Mexican food. I took a giant shit.
0: That sounds like, like cause and effect. Hell yeah, oh, man. Um, so I, I feel like you told me who you're covering today, and I feel like I definitely forgot. So I'm gonna be surprised with the listeners.
1: Oh sweet, I was kind of hoping that you might forget.
0: I did, I did. So, so my body ready. Um, hi, hi, Siwa. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to kick us off, and I'm going to talk about something that everyone has thought about um, related to the coronavirus pandemic. Can, see, all? you give us a little, see
1: so you, so, so you as our little podcat.
0: Podcat, yes. Um, so I know that during all of 2020 and all of this pandemic, um. Everyone's main concern was, you know, not when will we get to travel again, not when will concerts and, you know, crowds at sporting events be back. It was, how are French monks doing in their cheese making?
1: Honestly, Jimmy, I am wondering, how are French monks and, doing in uh, their cheese making?
0: I'm going to tell you how they're doing.
1: Okay. Let's hear this shit.
0: All right. So I'm going to tell you all um, a little story. So, here is the headline. This is from The Guardian, which is a uh, a UK-based newspaper. French monks locked down with 2.8 tons of cheese pray for buyers.
1: I mean, okay, Jesus Christ.
0: So... A French monastery in the heart of Burgundy has launched an emergency online sale to get rid of thousands of its artisanal cheeses, which are languishing in its cellars as COVID-19 keeps buyers away. The Citeaux Abbey, just south of Dijon, birthplace of the the, uh, Cistercian Catholic order, usually sells its raw milk semi-soft discs, only to restaurants or visitors to its on-site shop. But a drop in demand since the coronavirus crisis erupted last year has left the Abbey's 19 Trappist monks with 4,000 cheeses too many. A 2.8-ton problem. So,
1: when you said the Trappist monk, I was like, oh, shit, this is the Trap House.
0: Yeah, well, there's actually a... Uh, in... Uh, nelson county there's a trappist monastery the uh, why, abbey of gethsemane
1: why, why in kentucky
0: i i don't know um they make some banging fudge though i can tell you that much
1: listen if you're a man of god and you cut yourself off from the rest of the world like the amish you always make some banging fudge and i don't fucking no. argue with me you're not gonna win
0: there's something there's something to it. The closer you are to God, the better the fudge is. That's just that's just food science 101, baby.
1: That's why, that's why my fudge um, is terrible.
0: So I'm going to hit you with um, maybe my favorite quote of the year so
1: far. Okay.
0: We tried explaining to our 75 cows that they needed to produce less milk, but they don't seem to have understood, said brother Jean-Claude, in charge of marketing in the monastery, which was founded in the year...
1: Ten ninety eight. I kind of want to know when they thought. You know what? We need a marketing executive for this monastery.
0: Uh, you know, I don't really know, but it was probably not the eleventh century. These when fucking they were, uh,
1: these fucking millennial Gen Z cows don't even listen to their elders.
0: So I'd guess it's probably because a lot of these like that's how they like raise all the money that they have to just run the day-to-day operations as they produce some type of food or beverage. Yeah. Like a lot of, um, some of the best beers in the world apparently are made by monks in Belgium, I believe.
1: Yeah, actually like you might have heard this the same story where like I think some of the first beer was made by I think like serfs and it was given to like one of the kings but he didn't like it because they made it so bad for him that they wanted to like sell it to everybody else.
0: Yeah. Um, man, beer's old. Beer is very old. I want to say maybe the Sumerians
1: were the first. It's at least they enough. Mean? It's it's at least old enough to join the military.
0: Yeah, beer, beer could definitely buy beer for like for sure. Um. So what they did was that they they teamed up with an internet startup called Divine Box, which sells products made by various monasteries um, and I'm sure some other organizations worldwide.
1: I just so love that there's like a connection of monasteries that are like, if you give us cheese, we'll give you cheese.
0: So... Um, Currently, they sell for the wheels, sell for 23 euros each, which is about $26, 27 depending on the day. Um, and Honestly, I mean, it won, it won the silver medal at an international food and drink competition in Lyon, France. So I feel like to win a like silver in France, medal, Yeah, especially in France, which is known to be like such a strong culinary...
1: When I think of like fancy, when I think of like fancy cheese, I think of France.
0: Well, even food in general. I mean, originally the Michelin star was only awarded to French restaurants. They didn't have to be in France, but it had to be French food, be it in, you know, New York, Chicago, L.A. Now they've expanded to other things, but originally it was only for French food because Michelin is a French founded company. Yes, the tire company, Michelin. Same people.
1: Is it really?
0: Yes. Um,
1: okay. I always wondered that. I thought they were just right. like, it was a coincidence.
0: All right, I'll give you a little rundown.
1: Oh, my basically, God. I've learned so um, much.
0: Basically, um, I believe it was two brothers who started a tire company in France. Um, they realized if people were driving further, that they would go through their tires quicker and need more tires. Mm. So they started kind of making lists of uh, various restaurants throughout France that were, they thought were really good and people would travel to them. And that's how the Michelin star uh, became, began and is why it is connected with the Michelin tire company. That's like, uh, that's the very like, Quick, fast, and easy explanation.
1: I signed up for, for cheese facts and I've learned so much already.
0: Right. I, you know, I can't help it. Sometimes I just bring all the information to the table and we see what happens.
1: I'm but just kind of, that, I'm just, it was kind of sad that they, the cows didn't listen to them.
0: These cows, uh, they have no respect.
1: Hi. How are you gonna how are you gonna dedicate your life to God, become a monk, and then not be given the ability to command cows?
0: Like, I feel like this nice man asked the cows, hey, can you produce a little less milk? Because we don't really need that much right now. And the cow probably gave him side eye and just went, myrrh no. Like, lazy. Hey, listen
1: here, listen here, motherfucker. I've raised you from birth.
0: I brought you into this world. I can take you out of it
1: was Jean-Claude Van Moo.
0: <laughs> oh, now I wish I was good at Photoshop and could make a Jean-Claude Van Moo. You know um, that?
1: You literally know that exists on Google.
0: Oh, it has to. Um, but that's really, that's all I got for cheese and, and Michelin stars today. So, if you're ready to tell me about some uh, god-awful stain-on-the-earth killer, I'm ready.
1: (laughs) From stinky cheese to stinky people.
0: Here we go.
1: So, I don't even remember if I told you his name. Um,
0: I I honestly don't recall. So, I, I might like jar my memory when you say it, but right now... No clue. So
1: we're doing serial killer slash spree killer, Andrew Hunanen.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Versace the guy, dude.
1: Yeah, the guy, the guy that killed for, uh, Ver, Versace. I was about to say Versace. Oh.
0: <laughs> All right. G-
1: Gianni Versace.
0: <laughs> His life was a and- spicy meatball.
1: I mean, he was Italian, so like, yes.
0: I mean, I mean,
1: also technically speaking, in that there of that's a spicy meatball. The tire discounters in, in town definitely has that on their side.
0: I feel like tire discounters always has good billboards.
1: They got something going on. Like
0: they've they've got a marketing person that is that is in tune with the memes
1: so i will say that one of my biggest resources that i actually have from cunanan is um there is a show based on him
0: is it like is it on netflix it's like killing versace Um, or something like that
1: i think that actually is a movie about that but um it is on netflix but it was fx um it was the same guys that did american horror story but they have another series called american crime story
0: okay Um, um so. You know, no spoilers, but um, a source on YouTube uh, named Just Trust Me Dude uh, tells me that Versace's murder was orchestrated by um, Big Louis Vuitton and Big Gucci. Um, I believe Gucci gang is what they go by sometimes. Um,
1: that's, that's not what my source um, guys Just Trust Me told me, but you know they're unreliable it's it's whatever so august 31st 1969 nice uh andrew Philip cunanan never i never trust anybody that actually goes by andrew i don't care that my full name is andrew i don't trust anybody that actually goes by it
0: example andrew jackson what did he do killed a lot of native americans not a good start andrews (laughs)
1: uh was the youngest of four kids to Modesto Pete Cunanan and Mary Ann Shalaki.
0: I don't know if Drew had a tough time pronouncing that last name or if I just witnessed a man have a stroke.
1: God damn it. It's S-C-H-I-L-L-A-C-I. Shalaki.
0: um, I would say if I thought you were having a medical emergency, I would text Kyle, but he wouldn't respond for four days. So I would just message Shelby instead.
1: God, uh, anyway, he was born in National City, California.
0: So, okay. So he's born in California.
1: His uh, his dad was serving in the Navy during Vietnam. During Vietnam. Viet um, Viet, yes. When Andrew, this is just. This has gone off the rails because I can't pronounce anything.
0: You know, I have a a history degree, and I don't recall learning about Viet, Tom.
1: Uh, Just, well, on YouTube, it's, dude, just trust me.
0: Okay. All right. I'll check him out.
1: Um, When Andrew was born. As a teenager, he uh, gained a reputation as a chronic liar to everyone he saw. Um, Okay very adept at changing his appearance to what he felt was appropriate for the situation. And if you like, actually Google him, he looks different in every single picture I've ever seen.
0: Like it, it does he kind of just look generic? Like nothing about his features stand out, like probably like average height, average weight, like nothing.
1: He looks like if the theater, like the very specific theater kid that you knew became the serial killer.
0: Okay, there's a guy I went to high school with who who literally jumped out immediately when you said that. And uh, now I'm like, curious how many people he's murdered or who's in his basement right now.
1: Like kind of thinnish, kind of tallish.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like lanky ish.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That, I mean, that's pretty much. I don't I don't think he was like super tall or anything, but you know that just like that average, probably like five foot eleven.
0: Okay about to be googling his stats like he's an NFL player or something.
1: Uh, in high school he came out as gay and became and began messing around with wealthy older men. the dream.
0: Okay, so did it say how old or just in high school, so we're assuming anywhere between like fourteen and eighteen?
1: It just said in high school, so I'm guessing probably around like sixteen or seventeen.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Siwa is currently messing with the blinds right now, if you can hear him.
0: A little bit. I, I see you, like, looking over from time to time, like, like what <laughs> he's are you just doing? Looking
1: at, he's just looking out right now. Well, he's, you know,
0: neighborhood patrol. Um,
1: 1988, his dad abandoned the family and fled for the Philippines because he was Filipino-American uh, because he had an arrest warrant out for him for embezzlement that he committed while committed while he was a stockbroker.
0: So he just.
1: It was a lot of money. It was like millions of dollars.
0: Daggum. So he fled the country. Um, so we have a guy who is gay before it was very accepted at all. And now his dad has fled the family. So we're putting together a really good combination of uh, things. You know, you already have the not being accepted. And now you've got being abandoned by someone who should love you forever.
1: It's a, it's a decent little serial killer, Stu.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: I'm just like, I, I keep hearing what, and then it's just I'm looking back to him, like half his bo- half his big ass body is through the blinds.
0: He, he is a thick boy.
1: So during that same year, he began frequently gay, frequenting gay clubs and bars and when his deeply religious mother found out he was gay, they got into an argument that ended with him throwing her against a wall and dislocating her shoulder.
0: Okay, so, so let's toss mommy issues into this serial killer stew, which is like the salt of a serial um, killer stew or mommy issues.
1: It's the salt. It's literally it's just the, the Michelin star right on top.
0: It is. It Unfortunately, it is. It seems to be a very common uh, link.
1: So in 89, he dropped out of college, moved to San Francisco for the quote unquote, you know, gay culture, a more yeah, obviously I feel ex- like if you were... accepting place.
0: So this was 1989 if he was 20.
1: So, I mean, 89
0: in San Francisco I mean, probably was like
1: between, Zay-
0: or or New York City, like the two best places in the U.S. if you were a gay man yeah. at the time, as far as having. You know, groups and stuff that you could fit into.
1: So, while he while there, he continued to mess around with wealthy older men, and even started to make violent pornography.
0: Okay, so uh, see, man, if this dude was just born like a few years later, he could have just made an OnlyFans.
1: I mean, really, though. I mean, technically, he could have made an maybe he wouldn't be murdering. Now. If he was still alive, or
0: or or, or a grinder account,
1: um, it's believed that he would befriend the the wealthy older men and then just kind of live off, like live and leech off them as long as he could. Like those people that might may come into a le- wealthy person's life and be like their quote unquote like boyfriend or girlfriend.
0: Yeah, like um, like a sugar
1: daddy, or like you
0: know, I'm like. think I'm thinking about like Anna Nicole Smith,
1: yeah,
0: who was like twenty ish. And married a dude who was pretty much um, a well embalmed corpse.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like 96.
0: Yeah, like he was he was well above average lifespan.
1: Um, it's also believed that he started dealing op- opioids, cocaine, and weed which, I mean, if he's living off gay people, or gay like, people
0: off of wealthy you know, people. I'm I'm just, maybe I'm wrong, but I assume that if you sell weed, you may only sell weed, but if you're selling opiates and coke, I assume you also sell weed. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like, Like, you know,
1: if I know you you sell, uh, if I know you sell cocaine, I know you have another side business with weed.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like weed, maybe it's just weed because, I mean, it's weed. It's nothing, but, but like, yeah, I feel like if you're selling coke, you're also, I just, it's implied that you're selling weed.
1: So in 96, Cunanan broke up with Norman Blackford. Yeah, Blackford with the older man who had been hosting and financially supporting him. Um, He then maxed out all his credit cards because he was one to do. (laughs) Uh, Cunanan's close friend, Jeff Trail, former Navy officer working as a district manager for a propane delivery company in Minneapolis had told his former roommate, Michael Williams, that Cunanan had resumed selling drugs. Cunanan was really big into meth.
0: Okay, so uh, yep. he's really so, just you know. hitting it hard.
1: Um, by 97, he was also abusing painkillers, drinking alcoholic, like there was no tomorrow. You know, he was really killing it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like he's making a slew of excellent live choices that could in no way negatively impact impact him at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Later that month in April, he told his friends that he was leaving San Diego uh, for Minneapolis to take care of some business matters with Jeff Trail, who had recently uh, kind of distanced, dis- distanced himself from him.
0: Okay, so he's going to the, uh, to the Great White North?
1: Yes, the, the emphasis on the Great White.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it is very white. <laughs> i
1: imagine um, so april 24th kudana and four friends attended a going away party at hillcrest california cuisine i can't read i swear uh a rare occasion where kudana did not cover the tab he had reached the credit limit on both his basically a lot of this covers is that a lot of the people that he killed was were wealthy mm-hmm. so He started his killing spree pretty much on the end of his, basically when his candle wick was out, like when he was on the end of things.
0: Okay. So you think it was just him sort of realizing that he, or convincing himself that he didn't have a future and he just thought he was going to take people out with him?
1: You know, honestly, I have no fucking clue. Like they they don't know the motive
0: yeah dude that's what's so wild to me is that it's just you know it's up in the air it's maybe this reason maybe that reason maybe something nobody's thought of i mean he could have had some kind of mental break and thought that you know doorknobs were telling him to murder
1: oh we'll talk about his mental state here in a little bit
0: okay i'm gonna imagine that it's Flawless. I don't see anything from anything you've told me that would make me think he, this man would have anything other than glorious, beautiful mental health.
1: So he had reached the credit limit on his credit cards and asked and had to ask for a credit extension to afford his plane to Minneapolis. Uh, got there the next day. He stayed with Matson. Uh, a oh shit, I forgot to put that name. Well, I forgot his name. Last name Matson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing excellent work here.
0: He's he's half anonymous.
1: Um, hold on. I know I have it in here. Damn it, Drew. David Madsen. There we go. Okay. A mutual friend of his and Trails in uh Madsen's loft apartment. That night, cunanan and Madsen dined at Nye's restaurant, visited the gay 90s club. Um April 26, Cunanan stayed in Trail's apartment while Trail was out of town with his boyfriend, John Hackett. And the following afternoon, Trail told Hackett that he that he needed to have a pretty important conversation with Cunanan. Okay. Uh, when, when Trail and Hackett later returned to the apartment, there was no sign of Cunanan or his belongings. Uh, Trail left his apartment to see Cunanan shortly after 9 p.m. and was likely let into Madsen's apartment at 9.45 p.m. So here we, okay, get, we, here we begin. Here. Here we begin with the actual murders.
0: We start, we start killing here.
1: So first off, we've got Jeff Trail. So April 27th, uh, he killed Jeff Trail. After an argument in Trail's apartment, Cunanan stole Trail's gun and brought it to David Madsen's apartment. Cunanan rang, rang Trail in to his apartment to come and retrieve his gun uh, when he got up there, Kunana beat Trail to death with, with a hammer in front of Matson.
0: Oh, so he didn't even I was expecting him to shoot him, not oh, just beat him to death with a hammer.
1: Yep. Um, April 29th, one of Matson's co-workers concerned about his absence from work visited his apartment to check on him. They discovered Trail's body rolled up in a rug and placed behind a sofa.
0: Okay. I mean okay, if you're gonna roll it up in a rug. Why then just leave it the at screen the screen. scene of the crime? That's like, it's like he started trying to cover up the scene and then was like, eh.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm not into it anymore.
0: Nah, this is a lot of work. I'm just not gonna.
1: So David Madsen was Cunanan's second victim. Okay. Authorities believe Matson remained in his apartment with Cunanan two days after Trill's murder as one neighbor witnessed both men in the apartment elevator on April 28th, another witnessed the pair walking Madsen's dog April 29th. Um, at first, they thought that Matson was a suspect in Trill's murder, but Matson's family insisted he was being held hostage, which I kind of,
0: I, I mean, feel like... Please look behind you right now.
1: Hi, <laughs> Siwa. <see>, uh, <laughs> All I could see over your shoulder
0: was his head and his front legs just... <laughs> Going up. Hi, Bubby. <laughs> so, so did they? Maybe it was one of those like we don't want to assume the worst, and we can keep you know a little more hope and more positivity if we if we just believe that he's being held for ransom.
1: I I'm inclined to believe that technically he was being held hostage because you have a guy who he's a mutual friend. He has a gun, you've watched him beat somebody to death with a hammer in your apartment.
0: Yeah, at that point, like they're probably...
1: If you try to run out, he's probably gonna shoot you to death. Like, so...
0: Yeah, they're not just gonna let you go freely or, you know...
1: So, May 2nd, they were both seen north of Minneapolis, Driving Madsen's Jeep, eating lunch together in the bar, and then his body was found the next morning on the east shore of Rush Lake near Rush City, Minnesota, with gunshots to the head and back from a forty-caliber pistol. So that's the pistol that, that he had stole from. Jeff
0: okay, trial. so he. Okay, so so he's committed two murders in Minnesota. Yes. So far. So. Okay. All right. Here is my mental map of murder.
1: So here is uh, this murder kind of perplexes me. This next one. So because in all in all technicalities, I guess they don't know each other, but the way that it was, they had to have known each other. Okay. So he drove to Chicago. And he killed 72-year-old Lee Miglin. Okay. He was a prominent real estate developer. So he was a wealthy older man.
0: Okay. There's An no indicate. Yeah, there's wealthy, no older indication. Man. Huh.
1: There's no indication that they actually knew each other because Lee Miglin was married. He was married to a woman. Which doesn't mean okay. anything, but there's so, no indication that, that there, there's no. no indication that they were like together.
0: Yeah, yeah, that like nothing implies that they were, you know, lovers or anything.
1: Um, so Miglin was found with his hands and feet bound. His head was wrapped in duct tape. Um, Cunanan had stabbed him more than 20 times with a screwdriver and slit his throat with a hacksaw.
0: God. Yeah. So, So, okay, this guy has committed three murders... Using four different weapons. Yes. Hammer, gun, screwdriver, hacksaw. So. Okay, so I don't like I don't like the this uh, weapon to murder average where it's like <laughs> one point three to to one. So
1: it's, yeah, um, Meaglen's family maintains that the killing was random, but FBI thinks it's unlikely because I mean. That Coonan would have bound and tortured Miglin without some type of motive.
0: I wonder almost if he, if he you know knew about the guy and thought, okay, you know I'm gonna approach him and see if we can establish some sort of relationship or some sort of arrangement here, and he got turned down, and then. Uh, I mean- no. Out? I mean, I mean, I don't know, but that seems like something this guy my would biggest, do.
1: My biggest thing is he would have to know where his house is at.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: So let's move on to victim number four. Okay. So add, actually, I think this one, This out of all of these, this is the most random of the murders.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: so let's move on to state number three. Okay. Uh, May 9th in Pennsville Ship Town, ta- Township, New Jersey.
0: Okay. Um, when I heard fin- township, I was like, "It's gonna be Pennsylvania or New Jersey."
1: Um, at Fins Point National Cemetery, Cunanan shot and killed forty-five-year-old caretaker William Reese.
0: Okay, so just, just um, I mean, it was like. Literally, like, just a dude who who works at the cemetery, like, you know, making sure that there's no trash and, you know, mowing and stuff.
1: Basically, they think that he killed him for his truck. Probably just to switch vehicles.
0: Okay. Yeah, just to get a vehicle that... Because maybe, you know, they knew, like, okay, he'll... If you see a, you know, white whatever... You know, with this license plate, pull it over.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So he used this truck to drive to Florida. So we've got Minnesota to to Illinois to New Jersey Jersey, to Florida.
0: Florida. Okay, so he went. He was already a Florida man.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's literally Florida man. So yeah. So actually. California, to Minnesota, to Illinois, to yeah. New Jersey, to Florida.
0: To Florida. Jesus so Christ. we've made a, a, a cross-country trip <laughs> in a very inefficient path.
1: Uh, on May 12th, he began staying at the Normandy Plaza Hotel in Miami, where he paid $29 per night in cash.
0: Okay um I'm imagining that even in 1990 a $29 a night hotel room probably wasn't
1: probably wasn't good.
0: amazing I mean like if I saw in the year 2021 a $29 per, per night hotel room I would assume that they had a camera in the shower <laughs> and like a big dude in a get mask would come in while I was asleep and like rub lotion on my knees or something. Like, I I would be like, you know what? I expect this at this, this price.
1: go back to sleep. I'm just trying to lotion <laughs> up the knees.
0: Okay, sir.
1: Okay, I'm only paying $29. This is fine. I can't, so let's- I can't be too picky. Let's get on to the very last person. Gianni Versace. <laughs>
0: Oh man, let's. Uh, I'm curious to see the if there is one the connection.
1: So, from what I've seen, Cunanan had claimed that like years earlier he met Versace in um, oh. at a club because Versace was in California doing um, like clothes and dresses for a play. Was Versace gay? Oh, he was very gay.
0: Okay. I mean, I kind of, like, I I thought he probably was, but I, I, I didn't actually know.
1: He was one of those guys that he he was a mainstream mainstream gay person that i think probably kind of paved the way for it to be okay in the mainstream
0: okay okay like a uh, like ellen degeneres
1: in in a way like he was one of those people like, who was kinda like, like i'm gay that like i'm here like you this is who eat, i am you can buy my shit or not okay pretty much pretty much okay all right um, I don't think there's like a a connection. I really do think that he saw him.
0: I mean, because that and, would be a, a face that, I, for a lot of people, I'm sure they would recognize.
1: This is this maybe. is my own this is my own personal opinion. You know,
0: being like a fashion icon.
1: I think that Cunanan was such a narcissist. Um, and he wanted to be such a big name that he saw killing somebody as Versace as like his only way.
0: Okay, so I kill somebody famous, and therefore my name is
1: Etched in tied
0: to, yeah, it's tied to their name. I mean, same reason that, you know, some some people try to kill, even today, try to kill politicians or... Or something,
1: exactly.
0: because you get your name tied to theirs.
1: So eight forty-five in the morning, July fifteenth, Cunanan murdered fifty-year-old Gianni Versace the front steps of his mansion in Miami.
0: Okay, I didn't realize he was fifty. I thought he was older when he died. I, I mean, that's
1: he, he really wasn't that old. No. He really, no, no, I mean he really wasn't. Um, he was shot once in the back of the head and once in the left cheek with the same pistol that he had used to murder Matson and Reese okay uh like, was this for- just
0: in like broad daylight yeah
1: i mean eight forty-five in the morning
0: or- okay so this yeah like that's not
1: like he literally saw him outside his mansion and just pop pop
0: uh, yeah that's crazy to me that it was you know like you said eight forty-five in the morning it's not like one of those catching somebody in an alley at you know 2 a.m or something but uh
1: uh, witness pursued Conant, but was able unable to catch him as he fled into a nearby um, garage. Versace was pronounced dead at 9:21. So, I mean, he died you I know, mean, probably, probably later if he wasn't already. I
0: dead. mean, I would imagine he was probably dead on at least the second shot um, or shortly thereafter. Probably just took that long for the EMTs for to get so. there and have to you know, yeah. do the various checks they have to do.
1: So, Cunanan, on July 23rd, 97, Cunanan's body was found in a luxury houseboat in Miami Beach. After a caretaker reported hearing a gunshot to the police, he had shot himself in the head with the same pistol he got from Trail.
0: Okay, so, just just to clarify, because I, I feel like maybe uh, I'm...
1: Jeff, Tr- Jeff Trail was his first victim.
0: Okay, so the first victim happened in was it you 89 90
1: oh no this is all 97 this is okay, all okay okay that's what is, i was trying to this is all within 3 months
0: so this is like a couple of weeks okay that's 3 months that's what that that like that was my question is like were these spread out and what was he doing in the in the in between because, you know, you have kill, like serial killers who you'll see that they had a, you know, they Good killed job. people over a 20, 30 year span. Yeah. Okay, I that didn't he, realize that this was all
1: Yeah, all within you know, three months he killed up. Yeah, he killed five people within three months. It's uh, it's kind of wild. But yeah, he uh, he killed himself oh. and that's kind of why we don't know his motivations or anything.
0: Or, or anything like that? Just
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much.
0: Dang, man. Yeah, I would... What, like, what's your take? Do you consider him more of a spree killer than a serial killer?
1: I consider him... I would consider him a serial killer more than a spree killer, but only by a little bit, only because when I think of a spree killer, I think of somebody that... When I think of a spree killer, I think of... Like the guy up in Canada um, who killed what was like 16, 18 people with over like a 12-hour period. Like, I guess in all technicalities... Okay, okay, so yeah,
0: you're thinking more.
1: Yeah, like in all technicalities, Cunanan would have had a cooling-off point. It would just be a smaller cooling-off point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a really small window. Okay.
1: Um... I mean, later examination of his, his behavior indicated he may have suffered from antisocial personality disorder. So, you know, he is, will go down in red light history as a fucked up dude. But that's all I got on Andrew and I think I actually, like, missed one page because I put way too much information in it.
0: I'm, I'm just gonna say, I don't like this dude.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's great.
0: I, uh, I think he gives off uh, like some some bad vibes.
1: You got any wish things for me this week?
0: Um, I am doing a little mix up here. Uh, I'm not doing wish. But I've got uh, the 10 weirdest internet trends of the 2010s.
1: Oh, okay, let's go. And
0: some, and, some, and some of these i had forgotten about. So, um, so just to give credit where credit's due, this is an article from the Bradley Scout, which is the Bradley University's student newspaper. Uh, Bradley mm-hmm. University is a private school in peoria illinois so and this was written by a gentleman named ben pollard so uh, i'm just going to start at 2011 and work up to 2019 um not every year has one a couple years have a couple years have two um all right so 2011 planking you know just Laying down on stuff.
1: I remember planking in a bush. Good times. <laughs> um,
0: 2012 was the cinnamon challenge, which I never tried.
1: Um, nah.
0: Mostly because I still have vivid memories as like a, I don't know, maybe a, like a seven or eight year old just like dumping some cinnamon in my mouth. Like an idiot, as kids <laughs> tend to do, and it was awful. Cinnamon is amazing in that it smells great, and the right amount of it tastes incredible. But the wrong amount of it is is horrible, and I don't. It, it's pretty wild. Um, Twenty thirteen, the Harlem Shake.
1: God, so that was. Which uh, that, I think we all remember. That- that would have been my June sophomore year of college.
0: Sophomore, yeah, that would have been our sophomore year in college, and I remember vividly. I remember doing doing a couple Harlem shakes at the old uh, some L Dub basketball games.
1: Oh yeah, we I was definitely in a Harlem Shake video. Um,
0: apparently. <laughs> Uh, apparently we're skipping 2014, so okay. that's cool. Um, so 2014
1: was a good year, I guess.
0: Uh, the dress, uh, yeah, 2014. I guess everyone was just cool. Um, 2015 was the dress. If you recall, awesome. the dress yeah. that some people saw it as black and blue, some people saw it as bl- as gold and white.
1: I hate it. I hate every moment. Moment of it.
0: I, I was always. I was always black and blue, but
1: boy, let's go! You know, me too. I know
0: people who would swear that it was gold and white. Are you- okay, so uh, 2015 also has the Kylie Jenner lip challenge, aka me after jaw surgery. <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, me after jaw surgery really would have won that challenge. I was just a couple years behind, but I had some thick old lips.
1: Name a better duo, Jimmy Harrison and jaw problems.
0: And then Drew made fun of me and his mom.
1: In front of your mom.
0: Uh well. Oh, Drew made fun of me and Tammy and Tammy, his mom, made him apologize. And there is nothing not, funnier.
1: No, she didn't make me apologize. I didn't apologize. <laughs>
0: Oh, she wanted him to. And there's nothing yeah. funnier than your mom telling you to apologize for roasting your friend when you're both in your like mid-twenties.
1: <laughs> she was legitimately mad at me, too. Like, Mom,
0: no, this is just...
1: This is just how like, it works. She, yeah, she
0: was upset. Tammy, Tammy had my back, though. Um, oh, God. 2016, the mannequin challenge. Yes. So, you I know, where you one. just stand in... Usually a weird pose for as long as you can. Um, 2017, the salt and ice challenge, where you would get, um, you would like put salt on your hand and then cover it in ice. And uh, again, kind of like the cinnamon one. challenge. This one's like the cinnamon challenge. What like did hurt a few people the salt and ice challenge like that's literally just making a chemical reaction on your skin that can give you frostbite
1: I mean literally though
0: like that's it there's not an upside Um, and to follow (laughs) up in 2017 with another great challenge where because teenagers apparently just like to do things that will hurt them
1: I mean yes (sighs)
0: The Tide Pod Challenge. Mm. The Tide now Pod I... Challenge has given ammo for every Boomer meme. God. I Ain't listening, to no people. I ain't,
1: ain't no Tide Pods. Listen, um, home. Listen, Homer. I, know, ain't made a tide I don't pod. know
0: that. Like, I kind of blame this one for the reason that all laundry detergent, be it in a jug or or pods in a container have some like childproof mechanism where you have to depress one part of the lid and spin it a certain way. It's like, actually work can there it. be an option? You just select a box that says like, yeah, I just want an option when you buy it, if you buy it online, that has a box that says, I don't have kids or my kids aren't stupid. And you just select that and you just get a normal lid you can twist off. That's- that's what I want. That's my um, that's my, that's my response. 2018, uh, 2018, Laurel versus Yanny.
1: I want to say I heard Yanny.
0: Do you remember this one? I do. Yeah, it was just a uh, some some various like little recording, and people didn't know Lost if they heard shit. Laurel or Yanny. I'm a Laurel person but maybe maybe I'm just like predisposed to hearing Laurel.
1: I heard Yanny, um, And then we're gonna end
0: it in 2019. With, we're gonna end it in 2019 with a number neighbor.
1: Oh yeah, I did that.
0: So you just text the person whose phone number is the same as yours, but the last digit is one fewer or one greater.
1: I can't remember if mine was really nice or they didn't text me back at all whatsoever.
0: Well, if I, te- if I did my number neighbor one up, I would just be texting my wife. So you,
1: you would find somebody's, you would marry somebody who's whose number is one above well, or below yours.
0: We just, when we, when we switched carriers, we just pick those two numbers because it makes it real easy to remember. Um, I don't know who's one fewer than me. I've yet to, uh, to reach out, but maybe I should.
1: Well, you know what? I still got some weird wish things for you. Hit me with it. Uh, I'm just going to keep sending them to you so that I get a better reaction.
0: All right, my body ready.
1: Get that phone ready.
0: Okay. First up, we've got
1: out, outdoor survival adventure tools, kerosene lighter, keychain, waterproof, easy be carried, camping, fishing, hiking tools, mini lighter.
0: You know this thing is very tiny, and I'm just gonna be honest a regular a regular big lighter that you can buy at any gas station in America is like perfectly easy to put in your pocket like they're they're very conveniently sized. I don't think you need one that his thumb is bigger than this one.
1: <laughs> it's about as big as big as his nail like. And I feel fairness, like you light it once
0: and then you've got to refill it with fuel.
1: It's
0: $2.69. I mean, nice. Okay. But yeah, you're not like the size you're saving in the lighter, you're losing in having to carry extra fuel for it.
1: Okay. This is one of my favorites because I know this is sketchy as hell. Oh, boy new 6.5 inch u screen fda fhd plus i11 pro smartphone 60 gigabyte plus a bunch of words there's too many i'm going to mess them all up it's an I, it's an iphone 11 pro for $125
0: you know what i'm just going to come out and say it if you buy what you believe to be an iphone 11 pro on wish and especially if you think you're getting it for hundred and twenty-five dollars, you you're just, you're stupid. Like there's no beating there's around no, on that one. There's
1: there's nothing. Yeah.
0: Like like you're just dumb. Uh,
1: up next I've got Century Systems Mail Drive Max sixty cap- cap- capsules capsules. Sex drive, pleasure, firmness, endurance, performance, prostate, health, (laughs) energy, testosterone, DHT blocker for married men.
0: You heard that. Single guys do not apply. I like that it has a sword on it, as if they needed to add any more clarification on that it's a boner
1: pill. That it's for men.
0: Like, Like, they may as well have just been like... Hard dick pills for guys with dicks.
1: You got a dick? You married? Let's let's get that dick up.
0: Okay, you've hit the the two prereqs for this product. Okay. Um oh So oh, we've um, got
1: we've got one one pieces men women slimming ultra belly fat burner body shaper compression abdominal trainer fitness belt waist trimmer wrap for weight loss. Let me tell I, you. Not, the, the Photoshop is strong with this one.
0: My favorite one is the super realistic photo where the overweight white dude put it on and apparently <laughs> apparently became a shredded black guy. Like they didn't even get... I,
1: just, I was just thinking that.
0: They didn't even get like the same skin tone for the models. They were like, you put it on as a fat white dude and you, you take it off and you're like a ripped a- black dude. Like that's the... That's the dream. Also, this is kind of weird that I noticed this, but all right, the uh, like the big picture on the left-hand side,
1: mm.
0: that dude's nipples are pointing entirely different directions.
1: Oh my God. Like
0: he looks like he had a bad boob job, but like one of them is kind of a straight shooter and the other one is pointing it's like at, like light. the floor. Yeah, one of them is pointing pretty straight. The other one's straight up aimed at like four o'clock on a clock.
1: Uh, we'll get ready for this one. and sexy, lace, open crotch, underwear, crotchless, faux pearl, decor, lingerie, thong, nightwear, g-string panties. It looks like it has teeth.
0: It does. Um, so... I uh, I'm I'm going to shock the world here. Um, I don't know if any of you know this. I don't have a vagina. Um so I'm, I'm assuming, I know what you
1: told me when we first met but
0: okay. Um, <laughs> our little secret. I'm assuming the pearls are uh, provide some type of stimulation but I I,
1: just, I like to think it makes you look fancy.
0: You know, yeah, because the picture, <laughs> the picture in the top right, it just looks like a weird smile. <laughs> like, it looks like someone drew a smile with like those round or not round, but like super square, like chiclet cartoon teeth. But they're just Jesus, round yes. instead.
1: Um, now, it's actually, cool reviews, though. This next one is, my, is actually my favorite for sketchy as hell.
0: Oh, Lord. All right.
1: I want to just... It's a Galaxy S21 Plus Ultra that's $108 and is 96% off from
0: $3,000. Yeah, I mean, you know... Um, again, if you buy a smartphone, a high-end smartphone off of Wish... You're an idiot. Especially if it's a phone that retails for over a thousand dollars and you see it for barely over a hundred. That would be it, like it, like literally it's, it's like getting on Wish and typing in Ferrari and seeing that there's one for sale and it's marked down from three hundred thousand to two thousand. It's like you're, you just bought the world's most expensive like Hot Wheel Ferrari. You could have went to Walmart and got the same one for like like two bucks. I don't know what Hot Wheels are running these days.
1: I'm just excited for you to see these next pictures.
0: Okay. I got, I got little dots. It's uh, uh, um, a... <laughs> you know, here's where I'm confused. What's the point of the the bottom little row of drawings on that first one where it looks like it's like a like a sign language tutorial?
1: Also, it's called Uncle Yeah. Pure Natural Medicinal Oil Can Cure Atrophy and Help Growth. Uncle Yeah.
0: Um, first of all,
1: it's for your dick if you haven't noticed
0: like don't
1: yeah yeah but what about the second picture where it's a limp dick potato
0: yeah it's literally it's like a sweet potato that looks looks like a limp uh limp penis um but hold on i gotta do some conversions here because i'm i'm curious about something so in the uh, the second the second picture, it says before, B E F O R <laughs> eighteen centimeters, which is a little over seven inches.
1: Oh God!
0: The after is twenty eight centimeters, which is about eleven inches. So, uh, who are you trying to kill?
1: That is fucking terrifying.
0: And you know what? Here we go. Just like I've said, don't buy anything from Wish and put it inside of your body. Don't buy anything from Wish and rub it on your genitals. Because, you know, there's a little flame on the first drawing and I feel like that's the only thing you're going to feel is a burn from what, whatever you just rubbed all over your dick.
1: You know... I'm 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 gonna have to agree with you, honestly.
0: Yeah, just don't do it.
1: I, that's that's why I saved. That was the best for last. That that's the last oh. one I got for you.
0: This potato, um, I do enjoy quite a bit. Um,
1: oh, you like oh you like potatoes, huh?
0: I like that potato. Um, I'm I'm sending you a meme real quick. And I need you to zoom in on the bottom left of it. And 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 explain to me how those three products, why you would buy those three together, and you know, you could just leave one of them out.
1: So salt and no salt?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my entire question is okay. I get that some people have dietary preferences and maybe use a salt substitute, but why would you buy salt and also not salt?
1: Get that that, that mid salt, that happy th- threshold of salt.
0: You know, I'm no uh, I'm no food scientist, mm-hmm. but maybe you could just use half as much
1: salt. I'm, I'm no mathematician, but, you know, salt.
0: Yeah. Um, if any of you are salt experts, uh, hit me up. Um, I've had a few of those in my Xbox messages before, but they're not very friendly.
1: You got anything else for me, Jimmy? No,
0: nah, man. I'm good. Um, I'm good.
1: Well, guys, uh, thanks for listening yeah, this is Drew. If you want to follow us on social media, we've got Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, which is picking up a little bit apparently. Uh, you can just wow. search Red Light Podcast. It's got a pretty sweet ass drawing of me and Jimmy that my beautiful wife Tristan made for us.
0: Shout out to Tristan, the drawing does slap. Um, also, find us on a LinkedIn, Google Meets, um, MySpace. Um, my so, yearbook. Um,
1: and you can also find Jimmy on Grinder.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but not, but not the hookup app, but the sandwich app.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really confusing. Grindr doesn't have an e. Grinder, you know, the one where we trade, you know, pictures of our sandwiches and talk about our favorite toppings, uh, does have an e. So if you want to hit me up on there, it's a uh, spicy meatball sixty nine.
1: <laughs>
0: nice, nice. Yeah, we can all thanks.
1: talk about our meat. Oh, I'm about to talk about your meat—that's for sure.
0: Oh, oh, we will.
1: But guys, thanks for listening. Um, we'll catch you next time.
0: Hey, see ya. Be good.
1: See ya.